You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. If you want to try a free trial, go to the website builtforthestage.com or click the link in the description of this episode and you can work for seven days with your own Broadway fitness coach on an online app. So check it out. No catch, no gimmicks. Builtforthestage.com. If you like Built for the Stage podcast, please rate, subscribe, and leave a comment. It'd be greatly appreciated. All right, please enjoy this conversation. So we're going to get to it. We have on the podcast, Bill for the Stage fam, Jake Boyd. Welcome to the podcast, Jake. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Uh, so we're going to get into some casual conversation about um broadway things theater things fitness um if you want to follow jake on instagram uh he has a a form of his name um a hint of it and uh it's jake boyd but it's not the actual spelling so don't be confused of that it's j-a-y-k-e-b-o-i-d jake boyd so go to instagram give him a follow um tell him how much you love him go see him in wicked uh where he is playing fiero uh, eight times a week. Eight times. This a week. week it's like twenty two. Twenty two times a week. week. Oh no. Oh, yeah, but you're right. See, we're in the holiday schedule, and it's basically just a million shows. So come on down. There's lots of opportunity. Tell us a little bit about that because uh, people that aren't on Broadway uh, or aren't familiar with this kind of thing, what does the holidays do to your schedule? You know. Oh, well, I mean, it definitely makes it um, a little more strenuous. You know, you have the holiday season. It's fun. Um, you kind of feel like that you get to miss out on some of your fun parties, but at the same time, you get to bring a lot of happiness and joy to people who are coming and celebrating their own holiday. Um, we do have a, a different schedule to kind of like maximize the the eyes viewing the show. So like next week, we're having nine shows and it's just a way to, you know, make sure that everyone gets an opportunity to see Wicked who wants to get to see it. It can be a little tiring, but um, I mean, it's a great job. Like sometimes it's it's a a little exhausting, but I'd still rather do that than really anything else. And we do get one day off. We get Christmas Eve, so I guess that's something. So you have a show on Christmas? We have a show on Christmas night. Oh, yeah. on Christmas night? On Christmas night. Are you, are you looking forward to that? 
Yeah, totally. Why not? I, I kind think there'd be something at, magical about that. There is. And I kind of look at these things as good omens. Um, recently, I did a, I had a two-show day on my birthday. And so I feel like when, maybe not for the rest of my life I want that, but I think when these things come around and you're employed and, and you get to have these milestones by uh, doing what you love to do and being fortunate and blessed enough to have that opportunity, I yeah, I think it's a good juju for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I could see on Christmas night, there would be maybe uh, a sacrifice of, oh, I have to skip this or I can't go home or whatever. But Christmas is, there's something about it. And uh, at night, being on Broadway in, yeah. in such a great show as Wicked, yeah. I think that obviously those people coming to the show on Christmas value going that much more. So they're probably going to be extra hype. Oh, absolutely. The They've been waiting for this all day. all Because a lot of them probably got tickets for Christmas presents. And so they're super excited. Exactly. Um, I think a lot of kids get surprised with tickets and, you know, they come on over from New Jersey and they have a great time. Yeah. <laughs> Forget Jersey, probably the Midwest, the West Coast. <laughs> that everywhere. too. Yes, everywhere. Wicked, you know, is the thing. We talked about it. So Wicked for us is kind of like that iconic musical. I was talking to uh, another client and he's like, he's a little bit ahead of us. And he was like, yeah, Rent was that for me, you know? Um, but Wicked, I can remember I started musical theater in seventh grade along with still being heavily involved in sports. But my sophomore year of high school, I can remember this girl in class who also like shared, her name's actually, I'll shout her out, Lisey Shoetrump. She's in the business as well. Um, hey, Lise, what's up? Thanks for being <laughs> such a big part of my theater journey. But she was going on and on about this new Wicked thing. And I'm like, okay. You know, I was still pretty, pretty raw in the, in the world and, and wet-eared, you know, not knowing much. And uh, she was like, Wicked, Wicked, Wicked. So I started listening to this Wicked thing. And now look, you know, what is it, 16 years later? Or? 16 years. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about your, like, first Wicked experience, what that was for you when you were growing up. I, I, I can't remember the first time I saw the show. It was definitely after I had moved here and was trying to jam my foot in a door somewhere. Um, but I, I grew up on that album. And um, even though I hadn't seen the show, I I loved it. I mean, you know, this new thing came out from Stephen Schwartz, who hadn't released a, a musical in a long time. And it was this new, innovative, um, different sound. And oh, my God, there was a role that I really wanted to play one day. And if uh, I think I was maybe like, I'm not going to say that because I'm not going to give away my my age. But uh, I remember like <laughs> driving around with some friends of mine and I have this vivid memory of us all like singing through the whole album and um, it's kind of nerding out on it. And if that version of myself could look into the future and see that I was getting to do this now, I think that uh, you would have dropped out of school then. Right. <laughs> yeah. We talked about that. I got to, I don't know if I mentioned this yet. I got to see Jake in the show last night. And that was one of the things you had mentioned too, that wow, if you could be where you were at that time and fast forward to knowing that you were going to be Fiero and Wicked. Do you have those moments on stage now where instead of looking ahead, you're looking back and you're like, wow, what a what a ride it's, it's oh, been. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, I think that everyone does that to some degree, right? Like you, you get out of college and then you spend a certain amount of time somewhere and you're like, oh, my God, wow, like that... Um, all this time and all of these happenings have gone by and you kind of look back and think, well, was it what I thought it was? Some of it, yes. Some of it, no. Some of it's beautifully different and unexpected. And um, did, that, did I just answer your question? Was that you, you did. I think that it's even more special in your case, though. It's one thing to grow up wanting to be an actor and saying, oh, I want to be on Broadway. It's another thing for a Broadway show 
to last 18 or 16 years or to be revived or whatever the case may be where you grew up on it as a young kid and then boom, you're, you're on the stage actually doing it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you did answer that question totally. This is not your first time in Wicked. You've left and come back. How many? I've left and come back. Tell uh, us a little bit about that. This is this is technically my th technically my third round, but it kind of feels more than that because this year has been kind of um, uh, been busy, and so I've been jumping in and out. Um, the first time I ever did the show was on tour from 2015, 2016. I uh, did that almost like a year to the day. Loved the experience. It was great. Um, and I always wanted to do it here. Uh, you know, things didn't line up. It wasn't my time or maybe I wasn't ready for it. Who knows? Um, and then last Christmas, really, I guess I kind of celebrated my one year anniversary like last week or something. Um, but unfortunately there was an injury that occurred at the, in the show and they asked me to come will you please come and do this? And I said, well, absolutely. So I canceled all my Christmas plans. Sorry, mom, I'm going to be on Broadway. And I filled in for him while uh, he was away and he was healing. And it was a terrific experience. And I was like, okay, well, that was my experience. I, this may be the only time that I'm going to get to like do this role here on this stage here at the Gershwin and I'm going to enjoy it. And then um, a few uh, weeks after I left the show, they called me and they offered me to come back. And I was like, yes. Uh, so I took it. And then I left to go do another show and then I came back to it. So yeah, that was just becoming Nancy, right? Becoming Nancy. And, and how was that um, being immersed in Wicked and then kind of taking a step back, entering into this new show that is a, a brand new thing and then going down to Atlanta to put it on? How, how was that experience for you? Oh my, it was incredible. <laughs> it was so great. And I, I don't know what good karma I did to bring that in because whoever gets to leave a job, go do something else and then come back to it. So I'm like, okay, whatever I'm doing, I want to keep trying to put it out there. And it was not only did I love doing Becoming Nancy, I think it's a great show. And I very much hope that there'll be another opportunity. Um, it also kind of like broke up that it kind of keeps me reinvested in doing Wicked too, because you don't just for nine months to a year straight, eight shows a week, just stay there, which that is your job and it is doable and it's great, but it kind of, it's just like a little extra perk too. Yeah. Everyone needs to, to break up it. the monotony a little yeah. bit. And especially in your case, it wasn't just a break, but it was a break to do something else artistic and create a different, uh, person in, in a different world. And then also be able to come back yeah. and kind of see things maybe in a new light or a totally. New way. Yeah. Well, and I'll say that too, uh, like every incarnation that I've gotten to do the show, there are, I think the core um, essence of what I, I think about the, um, the character stays, has stayed the same. Um, but through my own life experience and growth, like these little minor changes that happen every time I've come back into it. And, uh, it's been interesting to explore a role that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. The more things in life that we can go through, the more depth we can bring to a character. That's for sure. So becoming Nancy wasn't the only thing that you kind of had a, a foot in the door as far as it uh, being first mounted on a stage, but you were also a part of Be More Chill and that the first production like on stage of the Be More very Chill. first production on stage, the um, not I, the album that was most recently released, but if you buy the original album, you'll hear me on there. I had to bring it up because the following the fan following of that is crazy. It was wild. I mean, speaking for myself, you never know where things are going to go mm -hmm. in a show and didn't know what would happen after that. And so we closed that regional run. Um, we made the album and then cut to, you know, some like two years later and suddenly I look at Instagram and I'm like, what is going on? Like, why do I have like 
all these people blowing up my messages or something. And then I was like, wow, I, for, through this album, um, people have discovered the show and have uh, kind of fallen in love with it, at least a cult following of it. And uh, that was that was really wild. It, it, was, it was cool to wake up to. Yeah. Well, I, I guess a great play on the producer's part with making an album that early in the game, because that was something that helped you know catch fire for them to maybe bring it here to Broadway. Oh, absolutely. Um, speaking of like uh, going in and out, you know, with these new things like uh, uh, becoming Nancy and then coming back to Wicked, we kind of mentioned you got to experience become uh, Wicked in a on one side of the fence in your fitness, and then you got to come back and experience Wicked on the other side of the fence in your fitness. So can you just tell me, just kind of reincarnate what we kind of chat about last night um, Of course, a bit. yeah. Well, first off, I got to say, I think that you're built for the stage. This idea that you have um, spearheaded is a brilliant idea. Um, and as uh, it takes a lot of money to be an actor. I don't know if you guys know that, but it takes a lot of money to be an actor. And there are a lot of people who don't come for money who want to be actors. And so there's a lot of struggle that comes with it. And there are, depending on what you are pursuing on this side of the industry, there are for better or for worse, um, physical attributes that people expect you to have or to not have. Um, I think that also goes with strength. And if you aren't already in a place of, um, you know, strong physical knowledge and how to do those things, it can be a struggle. It can be a, a real struggle for a lot of people to figure out to not burn out at the gym, to do something that's actually productive, um, to, you know, when your agent or manager is breathing down your neck about you need to look, or you need to do this. And you're like, but how, I don't know. And I also don't have $200, a day to go to a trainer. So, um, I think that what you have laid access, um, which I will testify does work if you're committed to it, it is a genius and brilliant idea. And if any of you have any brains in your head, you'll go do it. <laughs> um, but so the, f I said last year, I, uh, they asked me to jump in because there was unfortunately an injury and they needed someone quick. And I was also totally unprepared, but there was no way I like, you know, shoot me with a flame gun. I'm going to do this no matter what. <laughs> shoot me with a um, flame gun. Yeah. But like I was uh, kind of unprepared. I wasn't in a place of a strong physical stamina and I had totally let my gym routine kind of go to the wayside. And, uh, for many of you who don't know, there uh, Wicked is on a rake stage, and you would be surprised at how just eight shows a week, day in, day out, being on a rake stage, what even that will do to your body. And I was not strong enough to to keep up with it and not feel like I was dying at the end of every single week. Yeah. And uh, so having that experience. And then when I knew I was going to come back into it, I had a period of like two and a half to three months. I knew Nancy was going to happen. I knew Wicked was going to happen and uh, just kind of slowly started to get myself prepared for that. I wasn't doing built for the stage at that time, but um, through when I started doing Becoming Nancy, Jerry Mitchell and Tally Sessions were two people who were like, you got to do this. You got to do this. It's so smart. And uh, when I got back from that contract, because I was still working out, but um, I, I I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to try it. And I guess it's been about, I started my third month and now I feel like all these things that used to bother me about the show, I can actually do. And I, I mean, I was doing them anyway, but I get to go home and go to sleep and wake up in the morning without these pain and this tension because I am physically stronger. Mm. Um, the physical side effects are nice, but, um, for me, it really is being at that place where I can do my job eight times a week and not 
I don't know, want to just fall on the floor and not do anything for the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Just like highlighting that and getting into it a bit. It's, I bring it up a lot on uh, Instagram or other media platforms where actors are athletes, right? So let's just for right now, the NBA season's going on or WNBA with basketball. It'd be like saying as, as a bas- pro basketball player, oh, the season's starting, the games are starting, so I'm no longer going to train. I'm just going to play the games. And in theater, when you're just going through the show, you're, just, you're doing the same thing every day, and your body starts to get, quote-unquote, comfortable or in this state of um, just neutral. And what we need to do in that training is to continue to vary our uh, physical training in a lot of different domains. Domains meaning the the weights we put ourselves under, no weight at all, how intense our workouts are from day to day, what positions we put our body in. That's a big one. Just I, I'm huge on injury prevention and just durability. And like we said on the on the rake stage, I come across a lot of uh, low back problems, and you had said uh, hips as well. And just working those things out on a daily basis to make that the most difficult part of your day so that when you go to your show, it's just not a walk in the park, but it's like, wow, this is not even close to what I've prepared myself for. I think that you hit the nail on the head there. It's, you know, the workout is the hardest physical attribute of my day. And then when I go to the show, I feel warm. I feel ready. Uh, I do a little bit of stretching to kind of warm down and then warm back up. And, um, you kind of get to do your job with confidence and ease, which I think any audience member wants to see. You know, uh, you don't want to watch someone struggle to do the job, yeah. especially when you pay a lot of money for a ticket. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the song where I think it's your first song when you come in and you have to you jump up on the statue a couple times? And which one is that? Dancing through life. Yeah, dancing through life. The the one I I grew up on, loved it. Um, I was watching it. And I was like, you know, for someone that's not fit, this would be very difficult. Because it only takes a measure or two to get out of breath, and then it sets you behind the eight ball for the whole rest oh, of the yeah. song. Oh, yeah. Um, and if you aren't physically capable to stay on your breath while doing all that stuff, it could be a rough Well, and as a time where I have done that number, not in the strongest of shape, I can tell the world of difference. Um, because, yeah, you're working on your body, but also, you, you know, you build your lung capacity, you become a stronger person, and suddenly, well, like, oh, I, I used to think that this was kind of challenging and now it's like i don't even break a sweat anymore which is incredible (laughs) yeah funny recollection memory just came in my head i posted uh last night about uh wicked and listening to on a burn cd in my truck uh in ohio it was number six dancing through life on uh on that cd uh that i listened to can remember it to this day always going to number six (laughs) listening to that um but so let's talk just a little bit more about Wicked, and then we'll get you out of here. You have a show uh, tonight, right? I have a show tonight, yeah. Okay. So what does it look like for you to prepare for a role that doesn't come in at the top of the show? Has that been difficult for you? Uh, not right now, but when you were first starting out, like, you know, oh, I'm not getting to come out of the gate with everybody else, but I have to make this kind of delayed entrance. Yeah. Well, you know, it is slightly different. I don't think I would get in trouble for saying this, but on the road the the track is slightly different than say here on broadway like i am in the opening number very briefly doing nothing here Mm -hmm. um on the road 
that uh, track. Uh, not as Fiero though. Not as Fiero. Yeah, you're no. non, you're like playing an ensemble person yeah. in different costumes. Yeah, because yeah. up and you know equity rules up until your character is introduced. Yeah, blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, on the road, that track. I mean, I don't know if it's changed, but he was in the whole opening number, so it was a good way to kind of. Um, feel warm. But the, the difficulty that I find, and the reason why I also love doing these workouts before I go to the show is that, uh, you don't come in for maybe 20, 25 minutes into the show, uh, your character anyway. And then it's just straight out of the gate. You have your most athletic and difficult number right at the beginning. So you need to already feel warm and ready and, uh, have your blood pumping. And so I, I think that that's the most difficult part, which is also what built for the stage has really done well at. Cool. Helming. Well, uh, if you're listening out there and you're an actor, um, please, when you hear me say actor, I, I just, I don't, uh, put a, a gender to that. It just, it's a performer to me. So actors and actresses, you know, I am, I am talking to everyone out there. Um, if you are listening, please, you know, see the importance of physically preparing yourself so that you can take your dancing, singing and acting to a whole other level because they're all one in the same. Uh, as you know, so Jake, thanks for being on the podcast. Of course, thank you for having me. I I did not uh, pay or give him any type of nudge to be like, hey, yo, can you? Can no, you talk I'm serious. About <laughs> it's because I think that it's something that works, and what I think is is so brilliant about it is you have made something that is, um, I, I think, a lot of times a privilege to be able to afford and to do, and you've made it um, accessible which is the, and interesting, you know, I haven't gotten bored at the gym once in starting this and that's a feat in and of itself. So do it. So th thank you for that. Those were all goals of mine being a former performer. Uh, I know that money's tight a lot of the times. Um, I know that as performers that the, the, the interest can, can run pretty, pretty shallow, pretty quickly. So I try to keep things, uh, in, you know, varied and, keep you on your toes. Nothing is the same. Yeah. No, I can attest truthfully. No one day is ever the same. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, so yeah, I got you this flow shirt here. Oh, if you haven't checked it out yet, um, flow is a flexibility and mobility program that we put together because so many clients were improving in a lot of different areas in their fitness, but they had, you know, a little, uh, grimacing pain here or tightness there, or, you know, and that's another whole part of the game that we haven't really talked about uh, a lot, but, um, Elise joined us, uh, at the bill for the stage fam and she's a, a 10 year yoga teacher vet and also a Broadway performer. So this is a flexibility mobility program geared towards, uh, the performer. So you can check that out in the free trial as well. So don't forget, go to the website, billforthestage.com, check out that free trial. Please go to Instagram at Jake Boyd, J-A-Y-K-E-B-O-I-D. See him in Wicked as Fierro. Wow, it was a dream come true to see you last night. Thanks so much for just putting up a great show and to the cast of Wicked, amazing job. Don't forget, you can go to uh, broadwaypodcastnetwork.com or bpn.fm slash built for the stage if you want to check out any episode that we've put up. We're also on any podcast platform. So until next time, with Jake Boyd here, it's me, Roscoe, signing off. Don't forget about Broadway Podcast Network. Go to the website, broadwaypodcastnetwork.com. Go to the Instagram, Broadway Podcast Network. There's uh, tons of good content on our network, like Josh Swallow's Broadway, or Ensemblist, or Equity One, or The Feeder Podcast. There's like 90 of them. Just go see which one you like the best after you've listened to mine. And uh, yeah, 
You got you guys have yourself a good day. It's me, Roscoe, signing off. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.